Winter 2011. In the United States, there are many mangas and graphic novels which are released weekly by several publishers of a diverse nature. Without a doubt, each of these titles have similarities and differences depending on what their topics are and what their design is. Many people are confused as to why they feel strange when they look upon certain images, but that's for another day. Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, the rise of the excess power group, children conscripted into villainous organizations, stereotypes of various natures, corporations who create and employ superhumans, a lack of estrogen-infused persons, clever yet moronic henchpeople of an ambiguous nature, pasta, and lemons that could bust into buildings. Listener discretion is advised. Remember to buy war bonds. The Juggies Guide to World History, Part 1. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Mong Review. This is your host, Zan. And this is Timbo. I'm back, bitches. Happy November! Woo! Yes, and to be honest with you, we are caught up. Finally caught we up. We are caught up. Yes, we are even, so we can actually talk about present news. Ha We have news again. We yeah. have news. And emails. <laughs> and emails. And robo-scorpions! <laughs> yes, robo-scorpions. And lemons! Okay. <laughs> yes, lemons. Now, remember, folks, if you have a strange feeling in your chest, that's not the test. That's <laughs> that's the asbestos. <laughs> As you can see, Zan has started playing Portal 2. No, we started Portal 2 <laughs> months ago. I got Portal 2, and I'm going to beat it in three days. Yes. I'm trying to speedrun it. Eh. It, you can speedrun it. It's not, it's not terribly hard to do that. But where I'm at right now is kind of difficult, because it's the part where you have no idea what's going on, because Whitley isn't saying what to do. GLaDOS has been kidnapped by a raven, because she's currently a potato. Yes, and she is a potato. <laughs> and it's like, like, he is the moronest moron on the planet. <laughs> Devised by the <laughs> most brilliant minds in the universe. Because what was he? Just, he was supposed to even her out, right? To be the biggest moron ever. <laughs> But he was supposed to even her out, right? Uh, there, the, all the little heads are supposed to. They were, they were the little things that kept her in check. So that was the whole. And then they short circuit, and then she went crazy, and oh. that's all Portal One stuff. And then, you, and then you remove them from her, and then blow them up. Yeah, and then, so then the the way to stop her or to make her normal again is to be, put them back on her at the end of the game. Yes. Spoilers. <laughs> yes, but I, li- I like the the the, the defective turns. It's like, hey, buddy, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm out of yeah, ammo. They're pretty funny. I like when when they get when when you're at the conveyor belt and they're like and they're testing them to see if they're okay, and they and they get shot off into the thing. <laughs> yeah, and you see like three of them miss. He's like, ah! it's like, hey, this is fun. <laughs> yeah. No, I like I like how the game is playing so far. I really am enjoying it. And compared to some of the other games we've been playing lately, that one's really good. Yeah, I still haven't gotten Arkham Asylum, uh, Arkham City yet. Yeah, I'm waiting on it because I, I went to buy it and I was like, "How much are you? Sixty nine ninety nine. 
Portal 2, $24.99. What about how much <laughs> is my trade-ins? $1.35. Sold! <laughs> yes, sold. Yeah, my, my poor Xbox has been dead for... Uh, but you have to get it back. It's two weeks. Four months. For two weeks, man. It's in two weeks. Yeah, I know. But you have a Wii and you can get Skyrim. Or not Skyrim, yeah, Skyward Sword. Yeah, and that I, looks I would, really good. I would like to get that, but... They're saying it's the best one. Yeah, I, I mean... If I gotta stand there and swing my Wii remote like an idiot, I'm gonna not be happy though. Cause I never, I actually never played Twilight Princess on the Wii. I played it on the GameCube, so I'm used to using a controller. You could probably mod it somehow. You know, and uh, and and when I played Metroid Prime and whatnot, that gave me that game gave me a uh, carpal tunnel. Like it actually made my finger numb. Yeah. My, you... my trigger finger was numb for for several weeks. Yeah. So I had to stop playing the Wii altogether yeah. for a, a while there. So yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll see. But eventually, I will get an Xbox back. I will get my Xbox back by the time Mass Effect Three comes out. That is a promise, because that's. Ah. Yes. <laughs> but for those of you who are wondering, this is not a game podcast. This is Sparkin. Sparkin side that provides information and reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. Every episode, we talk about one to two mangas, depending on the situation, or if I have a co-host or co-host, or if we're just in a weird mood, we might just review one. And we go off on a tangent. Tangents ahoy! <laughs> like we just did. Yes. We have over 137 episodes uh, for this, and we have 53 episodes for our movie review. Movie review! And we have some con reports, and we have a couple of video game reviews. Some yes. of them are pretty good, some are pretty bad. The Speaking of movies... Hold on, let me just let me just segue. Speaking of movies, we have to we have to advertise. Yes, of course, because it is the month for the movie review. It is the month of Kung, uh, Karate Kempo and Kung Fu Masters. And we have to talk about the movie for released by our friend Joseph Odie McConnell. And we're talking about... Kung Fu and titties! Yes, there are titties. Glorious titties. Big titties. And we should have some of the... The filming has wrapped officially at, at the time of this podcast that we were filming. And also so, we have some production stills up. Yes, so potentially within the few next few months the movie may be complete and will be available for purchase somehow. Yes, we're going to have a link up for when the DVD comes out so you can buy it. Yes. And also we have the interview with Odie, which should be actually in the this week's episode of the movie review. Woo! And we'll have a secondary, like I did with my original initial interview way back when in episode 15. It'll be separate parts. You can either listen to the whole episode or just the interview itself. Yes. So that's pretty cool. We also have a lot of other things going on, including, well, blog. I forgot. I think you were going to go talk about the con next. Oh, yes. We have another con coming up, which is the manga next in February. We should be hopefully all going there. Hopefully. Hopefully. I know that Ross isn't going, unfortunately, and Baz isn't going, and Amy isn't going, so it might just be me. I don't know. I will try to make the tr- the journey yes, to the land of Jersey. Yes, and hope, <laughs> and we will get a room and we will have panels. Hopefully yes. fun panels. I'm thinking about... Originally it was going to be an introductory in manga, like 50 Essentials, but that's mm-hmm. kind of boring, so I think we're going to go with the original like 13 gory, super long mangas that you have to read. <laughs> Like Battle Angel Alita, Gantz, Berserk. Because Gantz isn't just about gore. It actually is a social commentary on the character himself. We didn't really get into that. The fact that he's a character who's just an asshole and you see him grow into himself over time. Yeah. Unfortunately, I haven't read far enough to to get all that. And Berserk is the point. same way. It's, it's a yeah, character study. Yeah, it's a character study. study. It's, 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 a, it's basically a, fo- a journey through a person's life and all the trials and tribulations that they have through, you know, 
along with crazy monster demons that that rape people and kill stuff. Yes, we usually <laughs> don't go into that part of mangas a lot of times, but because someone asked me, how come you guys don't talk about that part of a manga? And it's just like, because sometimes you don't have the time of it, sometimes you don't think about it until afterwards. Cause we, and sometimes it's just boring to talk about that stuff. I mean, it's good to have <laughs> an intellectual debate about a manga, but sometimes some people don't want to hear us going on and on about the theological discussion about how characters are from their moral standpoints. Correct. Or how, you know, it gets kind of long-winded and boring. We use 50-letter words, or 50-character words, or 50-point words. Yeah. So... You know, well, some series we will cover like that. A lot of Otezuka stuff we may do in the future, but well, yeah. we're not complete and utter heathens. Don't worry. It's it's difficult to to make intellectual conversations all the time because we do that. Yes, yes, we do in our jobs and in our lives sometimes. And yes, and in my job, it's interesting when you try to talk intellectually to some of these people. They just look at me like I'm insane. They're like, <laughs> huh? I like to talk about them, and it just goes over their head. They're like, yeah. why are you working at this job? Yeah. So I mean, I mean, for me, uh, I'll just you know, not I'll speak for myself. You know, I read mangas for the fun of it. You know, sometimes I do get some more deep understanding from them, but most of the time I'm just reading it just to have some enjoyment. So, you know, yep, and I so, like blood and gore. Yep, <laughs> yep, true. Now, remember, you can check out any of our early episodes at www.spirekin.com. You can email us at spirekin at gmail.com or on Twitter under Spirekin. You can email me at zan at spirekin.com. Uh, and I'm at timbo.spirekin at gmail.com. And hopefully by Fuck. the end of the week, you'll be at timbo at spirekin.com. Aha! By this week or next week, we'll get everything all evened out and set. But, without further ado, let's get on with it, because we actually have news! News! <laughs> now, there's a couple things going on. Now, the first big one is the fact that GTO's Toru Fujisawa is actually releasing a new series about a half-human, half-shinigami called Soul Reaver. It comes out actually in this month's Hero Mag. Now, Toru Fujisawa is a guy I dig most of his stuff. I like GTO. I like GTO uh, the early years. I love Shonen and Jurenkumen. I think it will be awesome. It sounds pretty interesting. I, I will definitely be interested to pick it up when mm-hmm. it is available. Okay, also, Vertical released Princess Knight, which we've had for two weeks. Ha Yes. <laughs> uh, it, it came out this week, and we got it early. I want pie. Yes. So when was that coming out? It's going to come out soon. We're getting it. I want it. I, know I want you, it. I, know. I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it. You're I want gonna it. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. <laughs> oh. There's a bunch of changes going to be done to Warner Brothers' release and remake of Death Note. <laughs> they're getting rid of the whole Shinigami aspect. Oh, well, that's And they're silly. getting rid of the fact that he they're making him that he originally was a murderer. They're not making the fact that he was a kid who was studying to be a police officer who got this godlike power and he went crazy. So, basically, let's just change the entire story around and just slap the name on it so people go see it. Exactly. Okay. That That's is, like wanted. Let's yeah. change the entire premise of the thing and make him shoot bullets crooked and we'll call it wanted and it'll still be the same. Uh, yeah, no, that's yeah, no. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, it's, it's a shame because it's a character study on how a good person with good intentions can go horribly wrong into just, he's a murderer who has magical mumbly-jumbly powers. Woo! I hope this doesn't happen. Also, I mean, this is just as bad as the fact that who they want for the live action... Akira movie, Morgan Freeman's in it. Morgan Freeman is the is the fucking colonel. Huh. He's wow. The... <laughs> um. Uh, question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Yeah. I mean, I like Morgan Freeman, but 
What? I mean, I could see him <laughs> as it because he has that a totalitarian assholeness. But see, I, I would see him somebody more like William Hurt. You need a ball guy. You well, need... yeah. Well, I mean, like you have somebody who can who can do that kind of like sound like a military man kind of thing. Morgan Freeman doesn't sound like a military man. He sounds like a smooth operator. Bruce <laughs> Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis could be it. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, also the fact that you have Keira Knightley's gonna be in it. Okay. As as K, I mean. All right. I so mean, British chick. All right. I mean, get some Japanese people in this fucking movie. It's, yeah, it's, I know. It's, if it's if it's how st- can you? I mean, unless unless they unless they try to explain it like like kind of the way like Mass Effect is explained, where like everybody kind of looks Asian because because of all the cross. Yeah. People the cross pollination of yeah, yeah like. Because like when you, it doesn't matter what kind of character you make in Mass Effect, they always kind of look Asian, and that's yeah. the, and, and that's it's actually explained that that's it's it's everybody kind of everybody is kind of mixed races at that point in in history. So unless they explain it that way, and like oh they have they have Japanese names but they're they're white, and that's weird. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. I'm confused. All right. In other news, J Manga, which we really haven't talked about, which is the Japanese platform for releasing manga legally online. They're like um, a legal version of Manga Fox or whatnot, and you pay money to read stuff simulcast. Okay. They've released No Longer Human, which Vertical Inc. released, which we have a copy of right there. Woo! Now, it costs nine, about 900 points for with a free preview for it. And honestly, I would not pay to read this online. I'd rather buy it myself, to be honest with you. J-Manga, a lot of their stuff is kind of cool, and they have Android apps, but... Some of the stuff that they have on there, they have signs for, they don't release. And yeah. I mean, eight eight ninety nine is the same price as if I went to a store and bought it and support my local stores. Right. So I'd rather actually just do that. But um. Yeah. I mean, if if you're into the whole uh, iPad, Kindle Fire, Nook, mumbly jumbly tablet, Galaxy, what I don't know, whatever all those things are. If you're into that stuff and that's you know it's an option for you. That's kind of cool. I mean, I, I eventually want to get into the realm of, of being able to read things on a, on some sort of technological device. Because, let's face it, mangas take up a lot of space. But I like, but I understand. Oh yeah, no, I, you know, and there are there are those mangas that I will I will buy in, in, in print. And there are comic books that I will buy in print. And there are books that I will buy in print. But sometimes there's things that you just want to, you're just sitting at home maybe one day and you're, you're, Putzing around on your tablet thingy, and you say, "Oh, I want to, I want to read that." Click. Yeah. You know, and then if you don't like it, then you don't have a thing cluttering your house. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm. Well, I'm, we'll, we'll, we'll I'm, see. We'll talk more about this. We've talked about this for months because it's a way to get past the, the whole illegal scan landing and all that stuff. Yeah. But anyway, um, in other news, uh. Goro Miyazaki is back in the news. Now, if you don't know who he is, he is the son of Hayao Miyazaki, who directed the awful Tales from Earthsea movie, which was the worst <laughs> of all of our Studio Ghibli movies ever. He's releasing another one. Woo! Why would they give him another chance? He bombed Harley, <laughs> but they're giving him another chance. He's doing from Up on Poppy Hill. I don't know what it's about, but supposedly Hayao Miyazaki is working to edit it, which means it might be okay. Also, Drops of Gods is being released in a bunch of wine magazines, and that's a really good manga which Vertical picked up, and it was released in actually New York Times. They talked about it. They reviewed it. Wow. Because it's about wine tasting, and it's a very, uh, what 
I don't want to say it's a very pompous, but it is very cultured and mature. If you have someone who doesn't like manga... It's hoity-toity. Yes, you can get them to read that, and they'll actually be into it. It's yeah. Well, we're, we'll review it eventually, the actual thing. Last bit of news is actually J-Drama news, because I'm happy about this. I'm very fucking happy about this. I am geeking out insanely about this, because we didn't talk about this, because it didn't happen yet. But, as of November, I think it was the 20th, they'll be coming a new J-Drama. A one-shot. A one-time-only J-drama, which I am very happy to watch and read. Is that what I think it is? Yes, it is. It is Ranma 1F. Yes. My favorite series of all time. They are making it into a live-action series. And ah! it looks... Actually, with the exception of the fact that they picked certain key side characters who look retarded, the characters look really well done. The screen looks really well done. If the transformations are as awesome as I'm hoping, I will literally have a nerd gas and be like, eee! <laughs> <laughs> but I am really... It looks amazing how the character who, who's playing Akane, playing Ranma, playing Ranma-chan, playing Gendo... The guy who plays Soon looks retarded, but what else can you do? You just need a creepy guy. The person who plays Kasumi is literally Kasumi. It's like, oh my god, they found the actual Kasumi Bell Dandy character and they brought her to life. Uh, Nabiki looks retarded, and the fact that they brought Kuno and Gozenkugi in instead of, like, Ryoga, who would have been fucking more badass than them, that's kind of retarded. But... We'll see how it is. Hopefully it's really good. Because this is the first time since 2008 that we've had a new Ranma content besides the OVAs, which, unfortunately, I didn't get a hold to see. But hopefully, hopefully. Someday. Works. Someday. I will get it somehow. Some way. <laughs> some way. I will watch this. Somehow, some way, I will see this. Or I will go slowly crazy. Oh, also, they're re-releasing X. X. In X1999 in a collector's edition. That's okay. cool. I don't know how I feel about that because the series was never finished. Oh. Well, yeah, that could be problematic. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Oh, and we actually got an email about this. Is that Six Degree Works? They have a new ebook app. It's <laughs> called J Porn Books for the Android smartphone. <laughs> and as you can guess, there's 200 volumes. And it's geared towards male and female audiences. Yes. And it's got new titles every week. And currently, you know, I have 200 free tickets because I downloaded it so maybe it's, you know each book is about 150 tickets so I get one free book so for all you sinners and and evildoers out there not sinners <laughs> and evildoers for people who need I was trying to come up with another word but I couldn't think ne'er do wells um, um, people who exercise with one hand only <laughs> um, lonely lonely <laughs> men who don't want to get a hug pillow yeah this is for you yep and and so, so hentai is going to the smartphone. <laughs> and I'll say this now: it's actually the the selection isn't bad. It's not all yaoi, not all yuri. It got mm-hmm. some interesting titles. Not as good as dojinshi, but we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll review some of the titles. <laughs> Maybe we'll get some of the good ones. Two of the good <laughs> ones. Uh... So, before we get into our actual reviews, because there's so much more we can talk about, comic book news. New comics, they're coming out. Picked up Green Lantern number two. Yes. And also I picked up New Guardians number two. I like how they explain it. It's done a lot better so far. I like that it's now the dynamic between them. Yeah. It looks like Hal's going to be much more proficient using his ring. And yep. New Guardians, he's more badass, but I hate New Ganthic because he's just like, I do whatever they say. <laughs> In terms of the DC reboot, best best one so far, I, ha- I have been reading Green Lantern, which is pretty good. It's not the tops. It's not the top of the tops, but it's pretty good. I've always liked Doug Mankey's artwork, so that's just I just like his. I just like the way he draws anything. But best of the best so far for me, it has to be Animal Man. 
Animal Man is crazy. There's like cra- a, yeah. crazy monsters chasing his wife and his son. And he's in the red and like it's it's crazy. It's so wacky. they took an unused character and made him interesting. Yeah, well, I, I, they're kind of following along, I guess, with the with the storied Grant Morrison run from from when it was Vertigo and way back when. And it's just it's it's nuts. It's crazy. The artwork is wacky. It's just weird. In Marvel, I have become a convert. I'll admit, I have become a convert with Spider-Man again. Spider-Man! I've become a convert. (laughs) You're back in the fold, man. You're back in the fold. I I had to because I liked how Spider-Island ended. It made me like big time. And also the (sighs) fact that it's hinting that Mary Jane and him will get back together. Yes. And it got interesting. Yes. It's similar to the point of when on Straczynski's run, when they broke up. They broke Mm -hmm. up and she she was sleeping with Lobster Man. (laughs) <laughs> Which has one of the best scenes of the way he's crawling up the w- window to see her and he sees the, the yeah. guy wearing the makeup. He's like, you don't say anything, I don't say anything. <laughs> Done. It's like, okay, now to find some sulfuric acid to burn my eyes. Yeah, I have to say that I was I was a non-believer as well for a time. I refused to believe in Spider-Man after they did all that mumble, mumbo-jumbo. The, the brand new day. It was, it was hard to read it too because they, they kept rotating writers and, and artists and it, it was... You couldn't get a feel for it. You you know you'd have like one story arc. I, I tried getting into it for the first, and you know you'd have one story arc that was kind of good, and then they'd switch a writer, and then the next writer was not so good, and then it was like it was back and forth. Since Dan Slott has taken the reins and said I'm doing it now and I'm writing it, it's it really has been awesome. It's it's brought it full circle. It's brought it back to being one of Marvel's premier yeah. stories. Everything that he's done since Big Time started through Spider Island has all been, like, kind of tied up in a nice little bow with the end of Spider Island. The, and then Except for the lizard story arc. That was just... That was just shock factor to see him eat his son. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, you know, it, it's it's setting up for the next couple months of stuff and next year with, uh... Volume 700. Yeah. With, uh... And apparently Dr. Octopus is going to make his big return. He hasn't... He hasn't been seen for a little while. You have the Scarlet Spider re-emerging, which... If anybody knows about anything about that, the Clone Saga, the most awful part of Spider-Man history. But and speaking of, we'll do a spoiler. <laughs> but what, what do you think about him being a good guy? From the, the from how many years of him being a supervillain? Well, I think I think it was part of the what happened was with Anti Venom, it made him good. So you think that's the case? He's not. Yeah. He's not insane well, anymore. No, he's not. I don't think he's insane anymore. He's he's all healed. He's not. He's not all deformed. If you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Kane. I you know I, I personally like Scarlet Spider back in the day I, I liked his yeah. costume and whatnot but it's kind of cool that they brought Kane back and he's and he's a good guy gonna you know he's gonna be a good guy now and it's interesting I, he was I'm the first flawed it. clone who was crazy and yeah. now they made him good and yeah. it's kind of like is he well, because be bad he or? was turned into one of the Spider Queen's yeah, henchmen things along with Captain America which was weird but yeah. but yeah it's it's gonna be interesting to see where where Spider Man goes and where 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 they take um, Scarlet Spider. So, I mean, some other and some other news. Marvel Winter Soldier is yep. coming back. Yep. He didn't really die supposedly. I didn't get to read the the seven point one issue of Fear itself, but from what I understand, there was a switcheroo, so he's not actually dead. Was it a scroll? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Probably but, was a scroll. But I'm happy that he's not gone because they really built Bucky up to be a really great character. Over the past couple years, Ed Brubaker and and uh, yeah, to kill him off the like the way they did, 
I'm glad that he said, nope, I'm not. He's not being killed off. I'm, I'm fixing that. Well, and they're bringing him back, and he's going to be the Winter Soldier, and he's going to be going after other possible Winter Soldiers. Well, he's the, well, cool. he is the Jason Todd of the Marvel Universe. He's the guy they said they never would bring back, and they brought him back, and they made him awesome. Yeah, Jason Todd, on the other hand, as a Red Hood, I'm not really a fan of him. I liked him during Battle for the Cow, but I like the the story arc of his return. The, the under the or what is it called? Uh, the Lost Days. The Red Hood Lost Days. It's like it's like the backstory of how he becomes the Red Hood, and under the Red Hood, which is like the, the story arc where he kind of made his big return after Hush, yeah. was pretty cool. In between, I haven't really read a lot with him. I'm not so sure I'm going to be a fan of the new outsiders. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws or whatever. I don't know. I'm not. It's. Just, I I wanted to read it. I wanted to like it, but from what I understand, Scott Lobdell sucks. So that's all I can say about that. Yep. And I'm not going to give him a chance. That's a good. I'm going <laughs> to be on the same position about that. And since we're doing this super long intro before the end of the reviews, even let's do some emails. So let's cue the email music. Master, I have mail for you. There's a letter in your mailbox. You got mail. Okay. <laughs> so, we're on for the emails, and we all have some couple interesting ones. So, we'll start off with the most egregious of them, which this person is named uh, Mike. He says, hey, Spyrokin podcast people. We are the podcast people, and we are invading your... Or, or like, <laughs> um, or like uh, what the hell is his name? Uh, Donald Sutherland. Yay! <laughs> if you don't know what you're talking about, that's the invasion of the pot- body snatchers. Yes, the 1970s one. <laughs> yes. But I have never listened to a podcast which infuriates and entertains me more than yours. I love how knowledgeable and entertaining you guys are, but I can't stand the missing episodes and the huge length of time between each podcast release. Please fix this. We actually have. We're yes. back to date. Yes. We're up to date. Yes. We're even. We're cranking them out. Bitch. <laughs> yes, we now have a, a steady Sorry, flow. We're going on one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. <laughs> We're going to be good. We're going to be more on time. And it's all good. Trust I'm, you. I'm, I'm trying to be more proactive. We're all proactive more. Uh, Hope is going to be on a couple more episodes. We have a couple of things, including rumors that someone from Anime World Order might be guest starring in a future episode. Oh. But hopefully that's true. We'll see what happens. Hopefully he's up for it. So where does the email go from here? It says, uh, uh, I don't want to stop listening, but get, uh, get to work on it. Yeah, we're trying. Yep. We're okay. doing it as fast as we can. Okay. Also, where has Cal, Deke, Belchan, and Zoro gone? Zoro was just in the last episode, so that answers so, that question. Ha 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 ha! They used to be in so many episodes. Now they've disappeared. Well, Cal is insanely busy because they fired another person at his job, so he now has another person's work to do. So he's oh, that sounds like fun. So he's like living at his job now. Yeah. They they should pay him to live there. Yeah. Um, Deke is um, playing horrible jokes, saying that his house broke down when it didn't. He mailed okay. me saying, "Yeah, my house." Went, was on fire because of this and that and I drove by his house perfectly fine I'm like you're a dick <laughs> <laughs> he's doing whatever I don't know what he's doing maybe he's out maybe he's he might come back he might not we will see hopefully he is Belchan we'll get into in a bit because it's corresponding with another email uh, okay and they haven't abandoned the cause we just don't know what's going on we'll see what happens people are busy and we, we have, have lives we have j- lives and jobs and jobs yeah so and we'll have a good day. Thank we're you. Do- we're doing as much as we can. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> Who's- All right. So I have another email. Okay. Um, and this is uh, from ArchTwin14 at AOL.com. So send him, send him uh, uh, I don't know, stuff. Uh, it says, your podcast is awesome. 
Finally, a podcast which tells it like it is and is willing to review all of Berserk, just not the first volume like most other podcasts do. Well, thank you. Yes, that, that was a four-hour episode. Because that, that, that was partially me. <laughs> that was all you. Um, uh, Timbo, are you going to do uh, an update on if Gantz gets better in the future volumes, or are you just going to stand by your rating? Well, I will probably stand by my rating, knowing myself, but I haven't been able to read um, Gantz as, as furiously as I, I would like to. Um, I will get further along in it, and I will give an update eventually. Yeah, uh, it, it gets it kind of jumps the shark, but you, you'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> but that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. Yeah. Jumping the shark could be wow, that's crazy. But anyway, Zan, when are you going to review Roroni Kenshin and Lone Wolf and Cub? When the wheel of manga dictates it. Yes, we, we, we live by the wheel of manga, so there you go. Yes, um, we literally do live by the wheel of they manga. They are badass series, and I want to hear your stance on the whole stance? period. <laughs> stance? Do I have a stand? Where's, um, where, where's, where's my stand? What is yeah, it going to be? I'm, I'm trying my best here. The, the grammar's a little off. It says S-T-A-N-T-S. Stance. Like, yeah. I think you mean to stand. I think yeah. you mean if I have a stand. That goes at the top. All right. So, so my stance uh, on... Uh, period pieces? Period piece dramas, yeah. Um, they can be done really well, like Blade of the Assassins, how Path, Path the Assassin was, Blade of the Immortal. Some series can be done really well. Other series, uh, I don't want to bring it up, but or Samurai 7, the anime, even though it was supposed to be Cyber Future, kind of the, the mixing of it just kind of didn't work out. Mm. There are some interesting things which are done really well, but some are just completely out there, like they introduce real technology like um perfect example is samurai shampoo samurai <laughs> that series it tries to be a period piece but then they throw in boom boxes and they throw in sunglasses and you're like yeah or like and naruto it's... does that they they, they have they're mm-hmm. supposed to be in the past but they have like sunglasses and telephones it's like pick a period if you're going to do that all right so uh moving along i think that saito is badass and is the real hero of the series because uh, he actually exists, and also, is it wrong for me to like the Yagyo or the Okami? So that was a run-on sentence. But, okay, um, all right. So Saito, are we still talking about Lone Wolf and Cub? Uh, well, actually, Saito is from. Uh, he's not. He's mentioned. Is technically referenced in Lone Wolf and Cub, but he's actually the villain. One of the villains or anti-heroes in Kenshin. He is badass. Oh. He's a Shinzengumi. So you know that's kind of cool if you like him. I personally like Kenshin better, but that's just me. Um, now, if you the fact you like the Yagyu over the Okami, oh. I could see why because Okami is the main character in Lone Wolf and Cub, and he's you know he's become a Ronin because uh, the Yagyu had this whole huge giant plot. We'll get into it in the Lone Wolf and Cub episode, but I I, I give him props because he had a whole system down where he had all these splinter cells, all this stuff set up. He could profit from it, get his family a higher in the hierarchy system. And it worked a lot better. However, I just feel that it could be just... That if you like the villain, that's your thing. I can't judge what you like. You know, if you like to sit in the bathroom and and sing uh, Mariah Carey songs, I can't judge you. I can mock <laughs> you, but I can't judge you. All right, so... Well, actually, but it, that is judging, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. Uh, well, anyway, I don't know. it's up to you. Well, you anyway... Like it, you like it. We're, we, yeah, it's, it's, your, it's your opinion. Opinions can't be wrong. They can be... Not completely true, but they can't be wrong. Alright, so anyway, uh, also, did you guys see the new trailer for the Berserk movie? Well, I didn't know about the Berserk trailer until I got your email, and then I did watch it. And it does look promising. 
I watched it and while the the scenes where they're talking looks really good, yeah. the action scenes I think look terrible, and it's just because the CG doesn't flow well with the flow yeah, well. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of got that weird that that's the one little thing is the the characters look okay, but like you the backgrounds kind of look completely computer animated, and it just kind of doesn't they kind of look like they're out of place. I don't know, but but Zod uh, the next part of your email says. Uh, it is a total reboot of the series, but Zod does Zod looks badass, and the fights look badass as well. Well, Zod does look pretty badass. Um, Zod looks good, and um, uh, and from what I hear about the reboot, it's it doesn't follow the TV series; it follows the manga more closely. So that's always a positive, um, just because you're, you're you're sticking with the source material. Not to say that the TV show wasn't was bad, because it wasn't, it was awesome, but it's nice to see that they're going to try to make it more... Faithful. Yeah, faithful. But it could at least, as long as they don't make Puck retarded. Keep Puck the original way he was. Yeah, that's the one thing about the manga that I have to say has gotten a little stupid, is like, Puck was actually, like, an, an actual character, and now he looks like that crazy little cartoon character now and like he doesn't he never looks like Puck anymore he just looks like that little like big head month like thingy and it's like him and the and the kid are just like comic relief all the time that's well, all they are well we really haven't seen them it's just been guts inside the giant Cthulhu-esque monster trying to get out oh yeah well and now he and now he lost another thing I think he's blind now so I was like oh I don't know I haven't got I mean I, they're on an island right now that I'm where I'm at and yeah, you're, you're, there's like you're there's a like a sea me. monster and yeah, yeah I don't yeah, know you're just behind so anything else there's pirates and stuff alright uh let's see um uh, I should finish this email here, but here is a list of manga for the Wheel of Manga. So, we have um, Lone Wolf and Cub, Ramoni Kenshin, Elfin Lead, Dendrobites, Claymore, Sun Ken Rock, uh, Sacred Blacksmith, Zetman, Vagabond, Sengoku Strays, Chrome Breaker, Battle Angel Alida, and Hayate X blade. So for the majority of it, it seems like you like you like period pieces, apparently, in swords and sorcery, apparently. Yeah. But the only one which is out there, really, is uh, Battle Angel. Yeah. But that's all, all great series. Yes. And then he says, can't wait to hear the next episode where Timbo reviews Hellteacher Nube. That series is awesome, and Nube is badass. Later, Gators. So, sorry we, we're reading this a week late. Um, it took him a week late, Yeah. But whatever. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, you know... I, I didn't really get far enough in Hell Teacher Nube to, to to I don't know I don't know if I gave it a fair assessment, but I just didn't really get into it. If you yeah. like it, that's cool. Uh, tell us more of your thoughts about it. Maybe, maybe I'll get back into it. Maybe I'll update my review of it. I don't know. Well, maybe. And so, last email we're going to get into is uh, by Inez Sant Marco, who is her thing is Black Taurus Sexy. Oh. So obviously Inez is a girl. Oh. Or... A lady. It's a lady. <laughs> it's a lady. <laughs> now, love the podcast, but you guys should review more shoujo. Um, I think we've actually... I actually review, just reviewed a shoujo series. Today's is big, uh, technically a shoujo series, even though it's a senin. Uh, but, uh... So here's a list of stuff you should review. Restaurante Paradiso, which has ugly art. It's about old men, so I don't think that's a shoujo series. Gakugan Alice. Orisama Teacher. Kitchen Princess, Forbidden Kiss, Parfait Kiss, Dean Angel. That's not Shoujo, that's Senin. Not Senin, that's, that's Shonen. Uh, chocolate, 
Antique Bakery. Why would you do mm. Antique Bakery? Why? The last time I saw that was I was watching it with Uncle Yo making fun of it. Yeah, we we uh, that was that was at uh, Anime Next two thousand nine uh, two thousand nine. Yep, that was uh, that was Uncle Yo's entire set was making us watch that. Oh, speaking of and which, he was at he was just chilling out the con the entire time. He was just sitting there doing yeah. nothing, eating a sandwich in the press room half the time. I was like, hey, Uncle Yo, it was it was kind of nice. It was kind of funny because it was different than what he normally does. I mean his. I have to say that a lot of his jokes are getting recycled a little bit. Oh yeah. Um. So that was kind of interesting. That, but that show was awful. Ugh. It's yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, in Princess Night, which we actually like, I said we got in early, even though it's released this week. We got it like two weeks ago. I I said I got uh-huh. two. But anyway, all right. Next. Also, what happened to Bell Chance? He disappeared. I hope she comes back to reviews Kingdom Hearts soon. The game was great, and I wonder if the manga was as good as well. And now to answer the Bell Chan question, um, due to certain um, issues in her actual life, she's had to, to reevaluate a lot of stuff in her life, and she has to prioritize what's important. She may come back for a future episode, but at the moment, she's just trying to get things together. She just had kind of a rough time, and she's yeah. she's getting better. Uh, but she'll be back, hopefully, maybe, kind of. I don't know. As we said before, with 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 the other people, I mean, we all have lives. We can't. We can't. Mm-hmm. Yes, no. and the best thing is just to get if if you need to do something for you, that's the main thing. It's gotta mm-hmm. be what's best for you, you know. Uh, either way, thank you, Inez. We appreciate the emails, and thank you, everybody, from Mike to Inez and the uh, Arch and Twin guy. Yes, please, and, please keep emailing us. Yes, and so since we've already prattled on for like 35, 40 minutes on news and other things. Ha ha! This is one of our... Because we can actually talk about news! Yes, And new things! Yes, we're good, so let's get on with it. Now we're talking about mangas, and since it's up to that point, I can now get into the horribleness and get it done. Get it done! What we're talking about? We're talking about a horrible manga that the Wheel of Manga decided to dictate onto me because the Wheel of Manga wanted to torture my ass. Yeah. You must have done something bad last week. Yeah, I must. Well, actually, it actually I should get ahead of my. Uh, I'm getting low on myself now. This manga was actually written by Hidekazu Him- Himaruya, and he's actually a web comic creator. Ah. So this is actually a web comic. It was produced by Kentosha, but released over here under Tokyo Pop, and Tokyo Pop is gone. They no longer exist. <laughs> actually, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Tokyo Pop no longer exists, and this is actually making them a lot of money. You can all see all the live-action anime, not the live-action, the actual anime, on Hulu and on and, Tokyo Pop. And if you go to any con, you say way more than your share... Of girls cosplaying as the main characters. And this yes. is actually a senin, which is, I don't think that's a really good assessment of it. It's not a senin. I don't see it as that. It's And it's uh, uh, 2006, still coming out, the four volumes, and... I don't know. I just... The series is just... It's a unique and diverse series. It's a little bit odd out there. And what are we talking about? We are talking about... Hitalia Axis Power. Actum. Or Axis Power Hitalia. Yes. And if you've never heard of this series, first off, I applaud you for not going to 4chan or looking anywhere. Those (laughs) of you who've been to a con and know what this is, well then, uh, you know. uh, I don't know what to say. And this series has an interesting gimmick. The whole premise of this is that all the characters are personifications of countries. So they have all the stereotypes. For example, America, he's always there for his friends. 
He's always there. He's always awesome. But he's also a glory hound, and he's kind of rude, and his best friend is an alien. Okay. And then you have England, who is kind of pompous and arrogant, but he hides the fact that his past, where he was a pirate back in the day. <laughs> then you have then you have uh, Russia, who's he acts kind of nice, but he's a little crazy because his history has been so horrific and horrible. Like, <laughs> like, like, like you're my friend, but I can't wait till you die. <laughs> and we'll, we'll get into the main. The main characters are actually uh, three people. Uh, first one is named Itali Venenziano, who is uh, actually North Italy. Italy during the war was split into two halves. You have North Italy, and he is uh, he's the grandson of of ancient Rome or the Roman Empire. Okay, so I'm confused. The countries are, are, are people? There. Yep. What the fuck was this person thinking? Well, he's, <laughs> well, he's talking about World War II. Because yeah. the whole first part is about literally Italy has a friend named Germany. And Italy is, like I said, he's North Italy. He had a period when he was having a renaissance when he was all creative and painting and doing all this stuff. So he's very relaxed, very mellow. He's very creative. He's a great cook. Cooks a lot of pasta, but he's a little just cowardly and scared. And when you first meet him, he's actually hiding in a tomato box. Because the other thing I have to say is, when they show <laughs> wars in this, it's not wars. It's literally just one country beating the hell out of another country. So it's two people fighting. Yeah. Okay. Then you have his best friend, whose name is Germany. Now Germany is blue, ha- blue eyed. Yellow-haired, very, you know, he's very rude, very angry, he's very militaristic, very, everything has to be the same, uh, he's, doesn't know how to cook too well, but he's very, like, he likes to boil things. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what to really say about him. He's not, like, an evil person who's, like, persecuting other countries, it's just that his boss is kind of (laughs) crazy. You know, other countries have mentioned the fact that they are a little bit crazy, yeah. And then you have their other friend who is Japan, who's just kind of like, he doesn't understand what's going on. He's a little xenophobic, but he, he, he hangs out with Italy, so he's like, ooh, that looks really cool. I'm going to try it. Wait, wait, no, I can't. I know I can't. He's very like, looking at them like, okay, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and it's just things going on during World War, which led from World War One to World War Two, and, and all the little things going on. And I'm not explaining this too well, and a lot of you Italian fans are going like, what? Why don't you explain it like this, like this, like this? Really? How can I explain this? It's a webcomic. It's four coma style so there's you know you have the four blocks and it literally is just going on what's going on with them like you see that Japan is is shown up like later on but it's mainly Italy and Germany's show and Germany like hates Italy but Italy's like his only friend so he's like I want to kill you but you're the only one who tolerates my shit so <laughs> you're there you're okay you're okay and so he's hanging out with him and stuff. And there's, it's like when he first captures Italy, he's, he's wondering, what the hell's wrong with you, Italy? You don't do anything. You don't go against my wishes. So you see him. He's, he has Italy hidden in a, in like he's in a jail cell. And he opens the jail cell and says, wait, look, you can go out. You can do whatever you want. You can leave. And I can fight you. So Italy kind of walks out, sees some girls, talks to them, chats them up, maybe gets a number. It turns around and walks back in the cell. Sits down. <laughs> Or later on, they get captured, and Italy's working on something. Like, saying, okay, we need something to... We need something. What can you give us, Italy? And he's like, I made this for you. This will help. And what is it? It's a white flag. <laughs> it says, Germany surrenders. And it's says, Italy surrenders. And this is when they capture us. <laughs> so he's a little out there. Also, you have a lot of little references, like England and 
uh, America's fighting with each other. Like, England remembers America when he's little, and you see a little baby America, a little kid talking to Big Brother England, and he's like, it's like, oh, well, America, I need to make some taxes for you. Shut up, England! <laughs> and then later on, it's like, well, America, I need to put some, some tea, to charge you for tea and other things. Then it shows a little bit old, like an adolescent. America is like, shut up, England! That shows him today, like, England, I need, America, I need some help with some issues with, uh, with other European countries, shut up, England. <laughs> and they kind yeah, of that sounds like America. <laughs> yeah, they, they America. Yeah, or Britannia, or however you want to put it. Uh, you also have France. France is this very <laughs> he's, he's just a prick. He's mean to everybody. He doesn't care. He's like, oh whatever. Yeah, you do whatever you want. But I love you. But wait, America, I helped I, you out. I fart in your general direction. Oh wait, England, I helped you out. Because uh, he's kind of like, mommy, help me. Like <laughs> Germany comes to kick his ass. Uh, Russia, like I said, is just very... He's like kind of like easygoing, relaxed. But then he says horrific things. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, China I haven't really seen yet after reading the first and half, a little bit of the second volume. I mean, there's other characters supposedly later on who show up, like Austria, Hungary, Liechtenstein, Poland, Switzerland. And it's just like... So far, I haven't seen any female characters. It's all male characters. So I can see why the Yowie is so big in this. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, let's make them all gay. And it just... What can I say? I've I've described this plot to other people, and they think it's a horrific idea to personify the countries and talk about World War Two because World War Two was such a horrific event. Yeah, I I'm I'm still kind of since I haven't read this, I'm still kind of grappling with the fact that all right, your main characters are Italy and Germany, and let's not forget Germany was run by the Nazis, and the Nazis killed a lot of Jews. So why are they? Why why I don't I don't understand. Yeah, it's kind of a sensitive topic, which a lot of people kind of gloss over the fact that, yes, they're kind of making this orderly guy who is, and they gloss over the fact that this was a horrific event in time. And you can, I can, I'm willing to step back from that and say, okay, let's look at this from an objective point of view, but still, it's kind of like... It's like, it's like, chibi black plague, like, what, like, what, why, why? And it's just, (laughs) it's just, I, I mean, I understand, it's from another country, and it's from a country who is allied with... Uh, you know, Nazis. The fact that they have Nazi bars in Japan, it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's, I can see why, but it just, I don't know. I just, very, very odd. I'm, uh, I mean, it's interesting from the standpoint that it's talking about history in a weird way. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of dulling it down, but still, it's kind of like if you ignore history, you're doomed to repeat it, and it's kind of, I don't know. Uh, I mean, the art style is very kiddish. I mean, some are very well drawn, other ones look atrocious. And the series itself just, I don't know. I just, I could see why it could be interesting, and I can see why a lot of people like it. But mm-hmm. me personally, I'm not too proud of it. I don't think it's really super extravagant. I don't understand why girls find it so cool. I can't. I can't understand. I don't understand why. I, I don't know. The story itself is simplistic, but you know, it's a little interesting. The fact you can't even get it anymore, I find fascinating because of the fact that this series everyone wants, but now the company's gone under. Stu Levy drove it into the ground, even though he's trying to get. Uh, Tokyo Pop back up, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> it's not gonna happen, Stu yeah. Levy. Give up. Become a dirt farmer. <laughs> we don't want you. You ruined a great series. Just, Stu Levy, just go with your f- obsession with Courtney Love and go live as a dirt farmer. Um, and for all you Hitai fans out there, if someone does pick Italia up and releases it, you guys will be happy with it. Otherwise, mm-hmm. just read it online. I mean... <sighs> I'm going to give this uh, your typical reading material at your local correction facility or psychiatric institute. 
it's only really readable in dire circumstances. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna forget about this. Kind of, kind of makes that would be kind of good reading for a psychi- to to try to explain to a psychiatric patient about World War II if they never heard of it. You just make them cute little characters. That's yeah, it's like sci-fi. It's like, hello, Switzerland. I'm going to beat you up now. But I am Russia. I will defend it. <laughs> I mean, if you, some of the notes said that they actually wanted to originally do something with New York as a personification. I mean, that kind of would be an interesting premise if you took the states and personified them. But also, some of the states, I mean, really. Well, this is, this is, this is my other, I think this is my other little complaint, or at least, or, or you know, Confusion is like you having a a Japanese person making personifications of of country like that they don't necessarily like if they were to do just like the states of 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 the you know the United States and I don't I don't I mean it's it, all they're just gonna be yeah it's just gonna be stereotypes and and I don't even know like I wouldn't even know how to personify certain states how do you personify like Iowa. There's nothing there. It's just potatoes. <laughs> Wait, no, no, that's, that's Idaho. Idaho. That, so, yeah, like, I was corn. I was corn. Yeah, I. I mean, there's nothing there. Like, there's nothing there. You're just gonna like have a dude who does nothing. Is that is that what your personification is gonna be? A dude who sits on a couch. And well, does nothing? well, let's let's think about this now. Let's you know if New New York would be just well, New York, New, New Jersey. All right, New York would be a bunch of rude people. New Jersey would now... Driving taxis and... <laughs> well, New York's personification would be just... No, New Jersey's would be now Snooky. Yeah. Or, or and she's not even from Jersey. She's from Marlboro, New York. Oh, and she's getting her own show. Yeah. So I, And she's an author. Don't, let's, let's get off this topic. Okay, we're done. I know some of you are like, oh, we hate you now, but look. What, am I, what do you want me to say? If you already know this, you know what this... You have your own opinion about this. But this is my personal I'm opinion. I'm still about confused this by this whole Just, the, um, the whole premise. I'm done. We're finished. Kaputs. Goodbye. Bye bye. We're done. We're done with this review. Okay, you're up. So my turn. All right. So this this is a much better series, in my opinion. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to read very much of it um, because there's not really that much in existence. Because Tokyo Pop is Be- gone. Because once again, we Tokyo Pop is gone. Yes. Um, the the series that I'm talking about has to do with superheroes and how they've become, I don't know, they've become all the rage in Japan, as, as they say in the beginning. Um, and it is written and drawn by, I can't say that name. Inoue Sikihiko. There you go. And it came out in the year 2007, and the original publisher was uh, Kadokawa Shoten. And there's eight volumes so far, and it's still ongoing. Uh, Tokyo Pop supposedly released five volumes of it. But they dropped it because they and no only longer... four are available. Yeah, you, you can only find the... four, and and I'll talk a little bit more about that later because I don't want to sour the the review yet. The genre of this is action, comedy, school life, sci-fi, shonen, and the series that I'm talking about is Ratman. Ratman. All right, and honestly, I have to say, I I kind of like the series so far. It's it's kind of lighthearted. It's not overly serious, and it's not it's not. There's really no blood and guts and, and stuff in it. So believe it or not, I'm actually liking something that's not blood and guts. Oh, I'm I'm breaking out of my shell here. Yep. Believe it or not, <laughs> <please walk. laughs> the series stars Shoto Katsuguri, and 
then there's a girl that he goes to school with. Uh, I think it's Rio. And then she has a sister, Mireille, I guess you pronounce it. I have trouble pronouncing Japanese names, so we'll just get to it. Basically, they're living in a time where superheroes have become real, and they've become all the rage. And the superheroes are basically designed and created by corporations. So similar to Tiger and Bunny, where you have people actually paying for, like... And uh, what is that movie? Um, Mystery Men, where Mr. Captain Amazing had all the little bumper stickers yeah, yeah, yeah. and things. So basically, like, all these different companies come up with superheroes and basically actually turn them into real superheroes. They're, they're actual superheroes. Whether it be through technology or, or uh, karate skills or, or whatever the case may be. And they have these, they have their own, and they're basically like marketing tools, but they're actual superheroes. They do go out and save people and blah, 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 blah. Here I save you, buy a new car from Carl's <laughs> yeah, Car yeah, Shack. Right. So that's 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 basic premise. And and Shoto is is a student in high school and um, he's very short for his age. So that's one of the but and he he has always dreamed of becoming a superhero. That's that's his that's his dream. But he's too short. Nobody nobody'll believe in a superhero that's so short. So that's that's the premise basically so far. And his friend Rio he has conversations with her about superheroes, and and he has he 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 lends her a book in the beginning about the philosophy of superheroes and so on and so forth. So, long story short, he uh, basically gets kidnapped by the Joggies, who are these dudes. Well, they may be dudes. They might be women. They might be men. They might be I don't know. We don't know what they are. They're just they're dudes in skeleton costumes, and they're awesome. We'll get more more into them later. So he gets he gets hit kidnapped. He finds himself in a situation where his friend Rio is hanging over a vat of acid. At least I think it was acid. But anyway, she's hanging over the vat, vat of acid. So he's there, and, and the, a, a hero shows up to save the day. But the hero says, here, if you take this watch, you can save her. But you need to sign this contract. So he signs the contract, he puts on the thing, he turns into a superhero. He actually grows a few feet, and he's actually kind of badass looking. He's got like He's got like teeth and like a helmet and like a scarf, and he... He kind of looks like like a superhero mixed with like a Power Ranger mixed with I don't know. He just he looks kind of badass, and he and he saves the day, and he saves the girl, and he finds out that the superhero guy was actually a joggy, <clears throat> and he actually signed a, a contract to join the supervillain organization that is run partially by uh, Rio's sister and their grandfather, and the the super, the supervillain organization is called Jackal. So now he basically just signed a contract to join a supervillain organization, unbeknownst to him. Kind of went the backwards way. Yeah. He's not a supervillain. Super yeah. Now, he actually is a full, full-blown full super person. I'm not going to say he's a villain or a hero, because that's kind of the, 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 the thing about the series is he's technically a villain because he's not part of the superhero org- organization, but he's a good person, and he's actually, he if you, depending on how you see it, he could be a superhero. He actually, they send him on his first mission is basically to send a virus into the superhero organization's computer and basically reveal all the secrets of their of the secret identities of all their superheroes. And while he and the Joggies are there doing this, a superhero, Ankaiser shows up. And he's one of the superheroes. And through conversation Ratman has with him, he realizes that Ankaiser isn't really a superhero. He's not really a good guy. He's kind of a douchebag. Um, and all he's doing it is as is as a job. It's it's just a job to him. He's not he's not doing it because he really wants to help people. He's just a douchebag. 
and he wants to be super power. He has he wants to have superpowers. So so Bratman kind of loses control and kind of beats the shit out of him. <laughs> and in the meantime, the the Joggies upload the virus and they steal the all the secrets. Wait a minute! Wait wait wait! The Joggies are useful. They're actually competent. Yes. But isn't it that like they actually to- know how to do their job? All right. Usually, you know, usually the the henchmen or the thugs are kind of incompetent and and just stupid. Now these guys, they are the comic relief of the series. They are the comic relief. However, they are useful. They know what they're doing. All right. When when they try to escape, the one guy yanks it, opens up his trousers, pulls his pulls his pulls his uh, drawers open, pulls out a smoke grenade. So they're prepared. They know what they're doing. They're they're doing their job. They know how to do it. They don't talk. You never see their faces, and they're just there. But they they always seem to have a way to help out Ratman, which is which is cool. So they're that that's so a, they're funny and they're and they're useful. So that's a good that's a good spin on the whole. Yeah. So uh, that's all basically I've gotten so far. It, uh, this is this is kind of where the 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 ups and downs of the series come. I really do like the artwork. The artwork is very clean and, and very it's very fluid and, and there's a lot of you can see the motion in it. Like if they were to ever make an anime of it, it would probably look really cool because it it, ju- it would it would just translate very well. The the story, you know, it it's not hard reading. It's very uh, light reading. It's not there's you know they're not I'm redundant over and over again talking like they they you know they're pretty straight and to the point about things. And you know it's it's lighthearted. It's funny. It's got some it's got some action in it. It's got some got some fan service here and there, you know. And so, so far I like the series, but here's the downside. As we said, Tokyo Pop no longer exists. There's only five volumes, per se, possibly, maybe, released in the United States. And some of the volumes, if you try to buy them online, are kind of pricey. How pricey are we talking? Well, this is this is the odd thing. I looked up, you know, volume one. Volume one is about the price of a normal manga. It's like it's like seven or eight dollars. You know, it's, it's a little cheaper than what it n- normally is. But like and like volume two is like a dollar. You can get it for like a dollar fifty, which is weird. But then you get to volume three, and it's like thirty dollars. And then volume four is like the same. And then volume five you can't even get. It doesn't. It doesn't exist. You can't find it anywhere. Uh, so if apparently it came out, but who knows where it is? So that's that's the upside and the downside. Now you know the da- it's 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 a good manga, but. It's hard to find, or it's very expensive. So you have to hope that Viz or someone else rescues it, right? If somebody picks it back up, then it'll probably start coming out, you know, and it'll be it. They'll get it caught up pretty quickly. The other downside is, if you try to read it online, if you try to read a, a you know a translation online, they've only got they're only three chapters in. Now, I'm not saying three volumes in. I'm literally saying three chapters. I'm I don't even think they're done with technically the first volume of it. Nope. So it's going to be kind of a long wait for you to read it. That's so. There's there's the downsides. If you try to buy it, it's going to be expensive. If you try to read it online, you're not going to get very far. So yeah, it's a shame. Both of us did Tokyo Pops this, this one, and both of them are. It's like yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Even if even if you like it, you can't yeah. find it unless you. There, want I mean, there are a few comic. You know, there are a few mangas from from Tokyo Pop that I that I really like, and and it kind of sucks that they will never be finished or. Won't ever exist again. But. Well, I did find them at uh, that one vendor we go to. The bargain manga yeah, guy yeah. always had he had it. Yeah, the, the bargain. Con. Oh, you know the bargain ma- bargain manga vendors at, at the cons are usually pretty good, and you can find a lot of the stuff on on Amazon and, and Barnes and Noble and whatever else. You know all those places. 
you know, you can find them through other sellers. Just gotta look for it. Yeah. Um, so, I'm torn. I'm torn because I'm kind of, I'm kind of in that realm of, it's, it, it's hard. It's not really a three. It's not really a four. It could be a five if if they're if it just was in more quantity. It could technically be a five. It could because it really is an enjoyable read. But I'm gonna have to say it's somewhere between a three and a four. And what I mean by a three or four, a three is a gift from your crazy aunt Muriel. Okay, but forgettable. It's forgettable because there's just not enough of it to read. But That's, if you had more of it, let's say that they... if there if there was more of it, I would say it's more along the lines of, and and actually I feel like it's more along the lines of this. Borrow it from a friend and never return it unless offered Pocky. So you give it that? And I, I wouldn't even say give it back even if you were offered Pocky. Because you can go buy some Pocky. You can't buy this unless you're going to spend $30 on it, which I don't... So just borrow from a friend and never return it? Yeah, borrow it from a friend and never return it. If you can, if, if a friend has it and you and you borrow it, yeah, don't return it. Cause, yeah, you lost cause you, it. Cause, yeah, they lost it. Too bad for them. This series is really good. And, and it would be great if it was available. Well, hopefully it's, someone it's really. that is is listening. <laughs> yeah, so it's not really right now. So it's kind of I can't really give it that five because it just I can't give it the the, the the best thing, and and you know it's it's very possible if you're trying to read it online that you're just going to forget about reading it. You're going to read it, read the couple, oh, <laughs> and then move on, and then you won't read it. This series would be really good if you could read it all at once, but uh, if you're going to spend thirty bucks on one volume, you're crazy. Yeah, so, 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 so borrow so it. a conditional borrow it. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty you know, good. If, if you don't mind waiting around to 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 read it online, cool. But I I already know my like just based on my own, I'm gonna forget about this series. I'm not gonna remember to check up on it to see if it's out. I'm just gonna forget about it. It's just gonna go to the the land of misfit mangas. <laughs> The so. land of misfit <laughs> mangas with, with things like hiding closer and. <laughs> And twentieth, well, not twentieth century boys. That's still out, but yeah. Dot Hack and also Aori Aoshi, which uh, sadly has not been picked up. Uh, well, so that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, well, damn, we've been on for like an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> Fuck. Woo! <laughs> not one of our longer ones, but this was a fun one. So, with that in mind, uh, remember you can check us out at www.spyker.com. You can email us spyker@gmail.com. You can leave us voicemail two zero six three five zero eight four six two. And we will play it on air. Send us lots of emails. And you can email me at timbo.spirekin at gmail.com for the time being. Possibly I get a new email address within Hopefully. the near future. We have business cards if we ever meet us at a con. Yes. Hopefully at one of the cons you'll meet us and we'll hang out. And, and we will hand you a business card. And uh-huh. or maybe t-shirts or other things. I still have a box of t-shirts. Ah, uh, yes. With the old email address. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> false advertising. Let's yes. Get, let's false advertise. So it's that. So let's get that part. Most of you've been waiting for. What are we talking about? We're talking about that one, that only, that, that we love manga. Yes, the wheel of manga. <laughs> Except no substitute. So what is the wheel of manga? It is a wheel of fortune with ten slots on. What we've done is we've assigned a manga to each of the slots, and we're going to spin the wheel of manga. What number number it lands on? That's reviewing the next episode of the Sparkin Manga Review, episode one hundred and thirty-eight. The thirty-eight. So we're almost to 50. Almost. Soon. One day. So I will spin first since I spun second last time. Number eight. Oh, good God. Okay, so <laughs> in the next episode of the American 
manga review. I'm going to be reviewing a very violent series, another one of those fighting series. This is actually kind of fits with the month of Karate, Kempo, and Kung Fu Masters. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about Grappler Baki. Woo! A series where he his arm gets broken and he, just like Ricky O does, he ties his tendon back together. Now, if you don't know, that doesn't work in real life. <laughs> All uh, right, so hopefully I'll be back for the next episode. If not, whenever I get come back, um, and I will spin. Ah, so for the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, you have an interesting title, a title by the famous, the wonderful, the great Osamu Tezuka. Ah! Yes, it's... My first Tezuka. Yes, this, well... My cherry's been popped. No, but you've read other Tezuka stuff before. You've seen well, Astro Boy. Well, yeah, seen... I've seen it, but I haven't I haven't really read it. So, and, and this was one of our suggestions from one of our emailers. Yes, it was. This was from Inez, correct? Yes, it was. So, haha, Inez, we're, we're doing something you requested, so yes, there. Su- yep, and what are, you do- what are you doing? I am doing Princess Knight. Volume 1, which is pink. Oh. Well, purple. purple. It's purple. Purple. Lavender. Whatever fucking color it is. So, yeah, so... Looks like we're going to have an episode of manliness and womanliness. Well, no, she's still a man. She's a girl, she's a girl with the heart of a man. She, she pretends to be a prince. Okay, now you're just confusing me. Let me just read it. <laughs> yeah, so you read it, you tell me what you think about it. You might like it, you might not like it. Hey, but it's better than some of the other stuff we could have had. We had Jabberwocky on here, Ice Shield 21, uh. Stan Lee presents Hero Man. <laughs> or in the anime, actually, Stan Lee shows up and he speaks English. Yeah. I was really hoping for Astro Fighter Sunred, but Sunred. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that's actually the the person who sings that is actually Manzo, the guy who did the opening to Genshin, <laughs> and he also did uh, uh, Nihong Nihong Break. Oh, what is it? Uh, the company's Nihong Br- uh, Kokai. The it's actually a construction company. He actually did a theme song for this uh, construction company. <laughs> actually, you know what? I'm going to actually play it on right now because <laughs> it is awesome. Nihong. Because I can. Nihong Break Kyokyo. Now, this is actually because he actually made this for a for a construction company. You tell me what you think about this construction company. Alright? <laughs> and he actually wrote this. Oh, she got a chainsaw. This video makes me want to watch and see a giant robot come out of the, out of the, the construction site. I have to say that though, the, the white lady is kind of freaking me out. She has that kind of like Russian mail order bribe bride vibe going on. Like 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 the guy like purchased her. Well, he actually did. He worked for the company, and they wanted to make a video, and then yeah. all it was and this guy became well, why, an how, Where did they find? Like she lo- she really looks like she's a Russian mail order, mail order bride. bride. That's what she looks like. And the worst thing, the shame thing, is that this company no longer exists. <laughs> well, I can't see why they, they, they would exist. 
they just sing and. No, no, no. They're a construction company. But <laughs> yeah, this is I know. More, but, I know, but. But why would you not? I would. I would hire <laughs> these people. It's false advertising. They have like a, a chick in a bikini, basically. She's not coming to work on your house. Or, or You're just mouse. getting these Japanese dudes playing guitar and destroying crap with their backhoe. <laughs> That's all they do. They just destroy crap. They're not even. They're not even building anything. They're just no. tearing down shit. No, they're a just demolition company. <laughs> they, I would hire them if they had a giant robot. That'd be awesome. But he, Manzo is awesome. He does some really. That good was pretty stuff. funny. Yes, there's other stuff too, but we'll get into that in another episode. So with that in mind, this is Timbo, and this is your Ozan for the Spark and Mong review. We will catch you next time. We are Gonville. See ya. Bye. And remember, pasta! And robo-scorpions! Robo-scorpions! No, no, no. <laughs> lemons! <laughs> lemons! <laughs> life gets you lemons? <laughs> you don't take to make lemonade? You can give them back to life! I am life! So, what else can we talk about before we get into it? Okay, first, abused. Uh, I agree, I agree, I don't agree, and I don't agree. No, yes, I agree with number one. I agree with freaking number one, because he dies. 
Now, this is stinger material right now. We're just supposed... Right now, we're looking at Gaia's list for the six most abused anime protagonists. And so far, we have number one, Sakura Kasakabe from Do, uh, Dokesatsu Tenchi Dokuru-chan, who is <laughs> essentially a bludgeoning angel. And I agree with that because he dies yeah. a lot. Yeah. And then she brings him back to life and she kills him again. Yeah, she beats the shit out of him. <laughs> um, high at the comment, Butler, I don't give. After reviewing it, he is not the most abused character. He gets beaten up a lot, and he, they force him to do a lot. But he, there are people who are done worse than him. Mm-hmm. Like, Ken, Keitaro Yuramesi, who they put as number three, I would put as number two. Yeah. He's abused a lot more, and he's mm-hmm. beaten, killed, broken leg, and that. Same thing with Ataro Moroboshi from Yuritsa He's But he deserves it, because he's a horrible human being. I mean, he's... <laughs> And the last two, uh, Saito and uh, Watanuki, man, they're worse. There are worse characters who get beaten mm-hmm. up worse. Back, back to your regular scheduled podcast now. <laughs> Later, guys. That's a stinger. So, bye, guys. Bye.